Recording. Now we're live. Hans' head's just about as shiny as mine. Yeah. It's been a while, huh? Uh, so, <clears throat> everybody, we're here with Rudy Waller. For, Is it already nine? Uh, it's way after. It's nine eighteen. Eight years. Yeah, that's what I was writing you. He didn't understand. He had too many drinks at lunch. I was like, <laughs> I thought you were the same time zone as me. <laughs> All right, this is episode 54, I believe, of Two Wheel Tuesday podcast with Rudy Waller, the Spanish fly. <laughs> I did uh, my very first freestyle show with Rudy um, at Mesa Park in Florida. And Kenny Yoho, and Derek Berlou, Ronnie Renner, and maybe um, Travis? Mm, uh, it was a long time ago. I think uh, Rocky uh, Winstead was there. It was Winstead, not Berlou. Yeah. Berlou, Berlou rode a 125, Yamaha. Yep. <clears throat> and Kenny Yoho drove past the uh, landing with the ramp on the trailer and looked in the rear view and then just stops and goes, yup, unload it. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, drop it here. And I'm like, what's that? And he goes, that ah, looks about right. So to this day, I have no idea how far we jumped. That's how it was, remember? Before, before all that, we didn't, it kind of looked big on TV, so we had to make it big, right? I don't even know what it was. And there was a, uh, it was like a, it was in the sand, the running was in the sand, and you like come up this little hill, and it flattened out for like eight feet, and then you got onto the front of the ramp, and the ramp was not sturdy, so if you hit the ramp behind somebody else, it was still wobbling back and <laughs> forth when you hit, went onto it. Was it Kenny's ramp, the big red rider? Yeah, exactly, just with that last extension off. It was still like nine and a half <laughs> feet tall. And about two feet wide. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What year was this? 2001, probably? What? 2001? Yeah. Man, it was earlier. It was about 2000, maybe. It was, it was early. I, I remember uh, that ramp. Kenny made that ramp up, and it was like, it looked like a carnival ride, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a carnival ride. Kenny Yoho's life is a carnival ride, isn't it? <laughs> you remember we took that, that Jump it, remember, and then he took off and and and, and somebody uh, broke his arm. Yeah, so then that really freaked everyone else out. They're like, Fuck, it was the owner of the ramp. Yeah, <laughs> do you know why he come up short and broke his arm? Oh, uh, he was in first gear, maybe. Nope, what he was hurt. We were doing that the land show, mm-hmm. and he was hurt. And um, either Tilton or Clowers, I think Clowers. One of those guys was riding his bike for the show. <clears throat> and they start up and they start riding it around. And they're like, what the fuck is going on with this thing? <clears throat> they finally checked the spark plug was like halfway out of the fucking cylinder. <laughs> and Kenny, the last time it was ridden, Kenny broke his arm on it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's a long time ago. <laughs> learned a lot. The hard way. Yeah. 
Sometimes you gotta learn the hard way, right? Or you don't really learn your lesson. Yep, 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 yep. We did a couple of shows together. Remember, I, I remember. Did you do the? Uh, we drove out to Texas, was it? <clears throat> when, when we first had your the the truck. Yeah, and it caught on fire. Take it apart, like in about. It was really hard yeah. to get together. To it landing. took like four hours to put it together. So the box van originally was a 12 foot box van and um, so we made uh, Tricky Hickey made the uh, made the ramp so the um, whole it was a full box van so the whole deck of it was like a safety deck and then you had to actually pull all the sections out the sections were 12 by 8 foot sections for the whole <laughs> downside so you had to pull these. They were the whole floor of the truck. So everything else got landed on top of the uh, all the ramp pieces. And there was legs in there too. So you had to pull these pieces out, get a forklift, pick the piece up, uh, put, it hook, put it to the next one, run bolts through, and bolt every one together and hook legs up on it. <laughs> well, that, it was one, that was one of the first landings, I think. Yeah, that was that was uh there wasn't many mobile landings. I want to say that was three. I want to say the first one with a motor. Well, no, because um Burnett had a, a flatbed truck with the um flat over top of the cab lifted up. Uh, so That's he had bad. that about the same time. So I think that was around, and I think that um yeah, I think the only other ramp at that point was the one on the. Uh, uh, what the hell is that tour? The music tour. Warp tour. Warp tour, exactly. They had like a eight foot tall little wooden cheese wedge landing that you see in like Moto Triple X videos. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Good stuff. Um, so we should do some probably some commercials here. We're brought to you by <laughs> Stroker Industries. At least we get into it first. Stroker Industries, they make the trigger. So you don't have spill gasoline on your graphics. Uh, they also have, have fog out for your goggles or the inside of your windshield. Uh, spit shine, which is a silicone spray, keep your bike looking shiny. And uh, some hats and stuff like that. And they got some dry chain loop coming out. Is that so? Is that spit shine? That stuff that makes it really good. You put on your plastics right by the seat gravel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would put it all over the seat and the grips even. <laughs> <clears throat> we we had that conversation about it. I was like, people put that. Uh, I have friends that would wash their um, he would wash his bike and then he would spray it with WD forty, and mm -hmm. uh, he was like, dude, dude, your bike looks so sick and blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I <laughs> I wash it, and I spray it down, and we went to an arena cross, and I literally started my bike up and I rolled onto the start straight to get ready for practice and was like, hell no, and just feel picked up handfuls of dirt and rubbed it all over the side of it because by the time I even got out there I was like I can't even hold on to the bike just to ride across the floor that's what my dad used to do to my 80 because it made it look cool as shit and yeah. then he armor rolled my seat because I was too short so I'd have to like put one leg on <laughs> so it helped me get on but then I had to ride it yeah didn't matter it doesn't work he he kept you like three seconds a lap slower than me <laughs> he's trying to just <laughs> Yeah, my pop done that a couple times, I think. But uh, you know, at least it didn't rust. The plastic yeah. 
Yeah. Really good. My stock pipe looked awesome. <laughs> so, uh... My armor all on that thing back there behind you. This looks good. It needs it. It hasn't been washed in like a year. It's been ridden probably twice. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's FMX for you. Yeah, it's there. Um, so, how you started, obviously, you're from Panama. Mm-hmm. And you started riding in Panama. So did you just ride, like, uh, I feel like in America, our our imagination of you riding in Panama in the 80s is, like, you got, like, some hodaka or something from the 60s you're riding around in some fields with a coconut helmet. <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, when I, when I was when I was racing here in Panama, I mean, I, I gave up a lot of my racing, like getting sponsors and everything from here to go up there and, and, and chase this, you know, chase my dream. I, I gave up salaries and bikes and, and stuff like that because, you know, it's... The states is where it was at you know you had to do it so i just had to do it and, and and released and go i had good bikes down here you know we had really good bikes good good riders well you were a factory rider correct yeah i rode for the importer which is the same thing as riding for like uh the importer in the states but i wouldn't say factory because i wasn't getting factory parts you know right right you were as factory as you can be in panama yeah exactly yeah, i was getting a salary and getting you know, bikes and stuff and mechanics and so yeah it, it was it was good motocross was good down here you know back in the day um so you originally came up here to do supercross and stuff and race still or did you come up here to do freestyle <clears throat> no freestyle wasn't even around yet i had gone up there to race um you know i had met actually freestyle was just kind of coming along I had gone to an arena cross in Costa Rica. Can you hear me? Yeah. I had gone to a, uh, an arena cross in Costa Rica and uh, hooked up with the guys from Krusty Demons. And uh, there was a halftime jump show or contest with was me, Clifford, Adoptante, I think Kerry Hart, and Seth Enslow. And I think maybe some other racers or something. But um, we did a, a halftime like freeze over the triple, some tricks. I did my chicken wing and that kind of impressed the guys. And then they're like, hey, yo, you know, you want us to hang out for a couple of weeks and film on the beach and you know, hang out and party and film for Krusty Demons? I was like, what? Yeah. So I ended up staying there with them and then inviting them down to Panama. And that was it, man. I was hooked. Like, a, like not even a couple months later, I was telling my folks that I, I, I had to go to the States because... It was just another thing. So I took off. I just sold everything and left. Packed up and left. Right. How old were you when you did that? Because I was like, I was already like 23, maybe 24. And you just moved to the States or? Yep, yep, yep. I took a, a dirt bike. Luckily, my, my sponsor, Yamaha, had uh, let me keep my bike. So I put it in a big uh, duffel bag. Parts and, and took it up there, rented a car in Miami, and looked in the phone book for a bike shop. Headed there and just said, "Where's the track?" You know. And then I hung out in a hotel in Miami for a couple of weeks, so I met people that I could stay with, and that turned into about 15 years. Holy shit! Nice. That's a pretty good story. Yeah. Um, 
How, what did you do here racing-wise? Uh, I, I tried a lot. <laughs> That's about <laughs> how I did. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I did, I tried for one year, I tried to do, you know, the, I did the local stuff, and I thought I was kind of fast and stuff, and realized that Miami wasn't really the hot spot. Yeah, and then you've seen uh, some national guys, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I showed up, never, you know, not knowing what it was all about, ready to race the Orlando Supercross. Gnarly. <laughs> I've never, right never seen a Supercross track or a practice track. When when I was told that I was going to ride in that, I went to the local track and I started jumping the berms and shit because that was like the steepest bumps I could find was the backs of berms and doing transfers and stuff. Uh-huh. And get used to the, the jacked up little jumps. You know, that's how I got ready. And then I went to Florida, got off the airplane, went to BSY. I don't know if you remember BSY. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were really good to me. We uh, they, I showed up to an open house and, and, and Bob Hanna and Damon Bradshaw, all the dudes were there. They're like, oh, here comes this guy from Panama. He's ready to race Supercross. I got an awakening, but I stayed there. I, I tried a lot, and I, I qualified for a couple of night shows, and, uh, nice. which to me was a big deal back in the day. That is. I got my pro license, uh, did some outdoors and stuff like that, but didn't really set the world on fire and blew out my knee in Daytona, I think 98 maybe, or 98, blew out my knee in Daytona Supercross and kind of gave it up, and then Kenny Yoho called me and he's like hey man I know you like to jump back from doing the always it was my go-to was the chicken wing so he's like you like to jump I'm gonna make these ramps and I got this idea they're doing this on the west coast we gotta do it so I was like hey I like to jump let's do it and uh he drew up some plans I think on a napkin or something and made these ramps and we showed up to Mesa Park and like you said we set it up like I don't know, I think it must have been 100 feet. I don't know. It, it was, But we survived, and the few that survived just kept going and going, and the list kept dwindling, but we just kept rolling. Yeah. Know? Made a career out of it, I guess. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a long time, I mean, shoot. I'd say. Well, that's what I mean, that's a while. Yeah, well, more in a minute. <clears throat> what are you, all right, what are you drinking? Rudy? Oh, it's past nine o'clock, right? So any of the kids out there, you know, this is uh, after hours. So yeah, I'm having right. a Don't little red stripe libation. Nice. <laughs> yeah. What do you got, Nick? I found this at the store. Sour from gold. It's good. It's pretty good. Founders. Good. Yeah, Founders is good. Sounds good. I got some more Jersey <laughs> stuff. I don't know what that is. Let's see this Jersey trash. Tab. <laughs> Sigmeister. Is it good? The Prospector, what? yeah. This is the, in the same town as the Jersey Girl Brewery. It's like 20 minutes away. Are you still in Jersey? Yep, I'm back in Jersey. I was in... Back. Yeah. You were, you were a little bit everywhere, weren't you? Well, I was in Georgia for like... I lived in North Carolina for a year. I lived in Georgia for like 13... I lived in Texas for almost a year, and then I ended up moving back. Right on. 
But, I know you were always everywhere, anywhere, you know. You were all over the place, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, I just, when I was young, figured when we met, I was just 21. So I didn't really have shit to do, you know? So I just was like, you know, go places and hang out, like, for the winter. Florida for the winter? Sure. Sick. That seems to be the route, like, Florida for the winters, huh? Um, yeah. From up here it is. Good times, good times. Georgia or Florida in the winter. And then from when all those guys were at my place in Georgia, when it would start, um... Rain and we would just pin it down to Florida. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Nick probably doesn't know, and a lot of people don't know what the chicken wing is. I was going to ask. The chicken, the chicken wing <laughs> is a one-footed can, and then you take off the, your, so you're going to cross your right leg over. And then you take your left arm off and put it all the way behind you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. It was. Uh, it was something that I just did, and, and then you know people just ask me, man, how do you do that without your foot coming off? This was before the levers and all that, you know. And and they didn't realize that the reason that I could do that was because I clicked third, hit right before the ramps, <laughs> and then clicking third, I just jam my foot under the shifter and lock it in like a like a lever. And that could hold me on, you know, but it got harder to do once uh, once I started to do those arenas where, where I had to actually jump in second. So oh, you would actually jump the ramp in third? Yeah, I used to jump the ramp in third. I used to click third right at the bottom. <laughs> and that just sounds scary. It does yeah, sound scary. That was back from the racing days. I used to just click third and hold my foot, jam it up in there and lock it and... Sometimes I'd land and it was in fourth, you know. <laughs> Imagine coming around like in uh, in Baltimore Arena where you had to jump off the stage and I had to jump off in second. Yeah. Click third and just, you know, loft it over. But Kenny Yoho actually taught me how to, how to jump in second. Dude, Kenny, people don't give him credit, but that fucking guy can ride. Yeah, he's the best rider, natural writer I've ever met. Hands down. I mean, what is that squeaking writer. noise? Huh? What's that squeaking noise? Crickets. Really? Yeah, I live in the mountains. I live pretty pretty far away. In Panama, so everybody yeah, knows. Yeah, in back, Panama. Back there in Panama. Panama oh, yeah. I'm in Panama. Panama has way better internet than the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> You know why, Nick? Because people don't just fly over Panama. They actually land there. They fly to it. <laughs> they land in Panama. Fuck you and New Jersey. <laughs> You're mocking my hometown. I, I, man, I was trying to watch a... I was watching one where you had Street Bike Tommy on. Yeah. We must have not been good internet on there. Because it was... But, maybe it's an old one. That was the remix. Which one was, who uh, couldn't you hear? Tommy or Nick? Yes, him. It was cut now. Oh, from Maryland, huh? How's that, Clint? That's <laughs> <up for> you. <laughs> he probably just didn't have a head, uh, a microphone on. That's what his issue was. It was an audio issue. Not he didn't, he didn't pay it, bro. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe so. He's putting all that money into that uh, barbecue, barbecue trailer. Are you in Illinois? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've read your sticker. What's the Behind your head. It says, on for burger. Oh, you can read that from there? Yeah, I man, I got good internet. 
He can read from <laughs> fucking Panama. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm a little, and I just clicked on the picture. You can see a lot more. I didn't realize that, but no, even from that, I can't read it. I can't read it on my own internet, and it's right behind me. Put another um, Rudy picture up. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, we got pictures of you up on the. See how the other little uh, square see? down there, oh. Rudy? Okay. Rudy's Instagram's like mine. It's a, it's his kid. Yeah. <laughs> I keep looking for pictures of him riding it. I'm like, I'm not finding any. Yeah, it was hard to find a picture of his face. Here's Moto Dan, Rudy. Damn it, son, get your leg out. No, but that's not my that's not my kid. I I do riding lessons down here, and and uh, okay, one of my students there. So is that all, what are you doing down there, just that? Yeah, I do writing lessons, you know, still in with the writing, um, with sponsors, I still got some sponsors, I, but mostly it's the, it's the lessons with the kids and promoting the, the events around here and, and trying to push the motocross here in Panama to get back where it was back in the day, you know, trying to get some riders to, to pursue it and, and, and travel beyond Panama, which so far has been working out really well. Nice. You're like the mentor down there. Dude, oh, we need what we need to find is Rudy's modeling pictures. Oh, I'm about it. No, 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 they're not even. Well, maybe you might in the bottom of Instagram, maybe someone, but I don't know about all that. Dude, there was a picture that we heard about it and we were like, shit. I haven't been recording this. It's streaming. It's streaming. I'll have to rip it off. I'll have to rip it off of Facebook, maybe. Dude, this is. It's probably happened. This is what happens to dirt bikers. Yeah. I started drinking before we started. We all did. (laughs) (laughs) I only was one beer in though. I I hit it before and I thought it went and it didn't go. But um, it'll be all up on Facebook. I'll just have to see if I can scam it off there. Um. I'm so, sure I have one somewhere. So we heard about Rudy modeling, and then we, I was like, come on now. And then finally somebody found, I don't know where, they found a picture of Rudy. He was skinny, he was skinny little model boy with some long black hair, shirtless, with some jeans on, <laughs> on a fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Do you, do, you, Clint, do you remember how how I used to get to the first IFMA contest and stuff like that? You remember uh, my BMW? Oh uh, yeah. I used to I used to go to the to the IFMA contest with a BMW and a trailer, slip back, shoes, loafers. It was the <laughs> yeah. Spanish fly. Most of the people find this. Yeah, we used to drive that thing all across America. People were like, why don't you buy a truck? <laughs> a truck? You're like, I'm saving dream. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, exactly. <laughs> Let's see. I, I'm going to find myself in a weird position searching Rudy Wall or Bale Model. No, no, no. Dude, no. it's got to be so... That was old when I met him. So we're going to find it. He, he was probably every... like friggin' 15 in the damn picture. Yeah. <laughs> Like <laughs> that ain't even on the internet. I don't know where no, we found it. it. They didn't even have MySpace. It's <laughs> on there, dude. Some old guy. You see this? In the ICQ days. What? Look at it. Moto pen. You see that? No, is it on um 
Says I'm on it. That's Moto Pimps. Moto Pimps have been around for a long time, huh? Yeah. He's another Jersey guy. Right? He's been yeah, he's been doing videos forever and filming stuff. He used to do mostly fifties, no? Yeah, he ride rode fifties a bunch, doing wheelies and stuff like that. He jumps out in the pit and stuff. But yeah, I just I just started following him just through this. I saw the you know I got the connection again, and I remember that guy. Uh, is it Mark? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember that guy. Everybody remembers Mark Jordan for some reason. Mark Jordan, Moto Pimps. Yep. For when they started riding the fifties with the street bike tires and the big handlebars, no, like the, the bikes with the wheelie things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a wild out wheelie boy. That's funny. Um, I don't think we actually did like a ton of shows together. No, because I was doing kind of what you were doing. You know, we were kind of running stuff like our own ramps and our own little setups. So you always had your gigs and I had my gigs and yeah. you know and and that's why we, sometimes we would meet up and, and and ride together you know a lot of the contests you know as well as contests I didn't I don't know about you but I didn't do many contests we were doing demos all the time yeah know? well I um I'll tell you my whole story with the IFMAs what happened was the first year that Derek Berlue and I did some. Uh, at the we did the last two rounds of the year and at the last round um it was trey owens at the time and Uh he goes uh he's like i want you guys to do the whole series next year and i said well i said i owe john another at least another winter doing monster truck shows i said but when we don't have monster truck shows i'll come and do the contest and then John and I had a falling out, and that was it. I never did another ramp to dirt IFMA. But you did like the ramp to ramp. I did too, the right? ramp to ramp ones. Yeah, I had to make nice and stuff because basically, like you said, I rode so many demos. I never got to do contests. I felt like I was starting to get worse. So I'm like, I need to get back into these shows. Like I was friends with Hartman, who was talking about Jason Rowe and Michael Gravid and all these guys. So then I was like. I need to get in this circle here so I can ride with all these guys and get better because right now I ride with like two people. You know, the problem was I stayed at Yoho's house, but he never wanted to practice. So we never ever practiced. (laughs) So I'm like just showing up and doing shows and I'm like, I'm staying in Florida. I'm like, yeah, you practice at the show for 10 minutes. You couldn't afford to practice. It was 50-50. Yeah, you're always sweating it. Like, I gotta, I gotta ride this weekend. Or I'll fucking yeah, die. I gotta make money. I gotta pay the bills, you know? I was, you guys were already to that point. But I was eager beaver. I was only 21, 22. So I'm like, let's ride every day. Yeah. And learn tricks. And Kenny's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> like, I don't, think, I don't think he wanted me to get any better, you know? So he was like, didn't want to have to sweat it. So he's like, I'll just fucking not let this guy practice. And then there'll be no worries. There wasn't really a lot of places to practice either. Yeah. Like in Florida, there was no hills, no mountains, no landings. Yeah, it was those. Remember, we went and set up at some track in dude's backyard. In Day City? Uh, maybe. Oh no! You guys set up in uh, Thorny. Thorny was there. 
Riverview. Uh, Renner and Yoho, we wrote, Thorny case the living shit out of this big tabletop all day long. And I'm just like, what the fuck is with this guy? And he finally, like, the end of the day, he realized he needed to click third. And then just, and I'm like, <laughs> you did, he goes, ah, I just need, I just realized I need to click third. I said, you did that for two hours. You just realized now, you did in the last two hours, you never thought once that maybe you need the next gear. You finally did at the end of the day. Dude. Yeah, that was the beginning. Back then, though, we didn't have anything to, like, guide ourselves off of. You know, we were making it up. Yeah, but this was a track. This wasn't even ramps. Thorny was just being a blockhead and didn't fucking think about it all day. Yeah. That's why racers got it all going, because it's like you could drop that ramp and just kind of figure it out. Yeah, but that's the thing. Friggin', he was like a, he's like a national Canadian racer. Like, he was not <laughs> slow. He's Canadian about it. I don't it's know. It's not like he's a bad, he's a good rider. He should have. He no, just he, didn't. He's think a about really it. good rider, and and he's still, man, still hauling. Like, I think he raced last year in some in, in a race, like a like a big race in Canada, and, and did very well. You know what I mean? Like for not racing in a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they still ride. I, I don't know if Kenny rides much. I speak to Kenny sometimes. He doesn't. He doesn't have a bike. Yeah, I don't we think have, he's riding anymore. Yeah, we he has have, a series. He has a series called I Four MX. Really successful in Florida now. I, I we had him on, uh, on here a while ago. We talked to him about all that stuff. Yeah. He uh, that uh, episode's all messed up because he got um, it was right after the hurricane, and the friggin' insurance adjuster called him during the show, so he had to hang out <laughs> and go and talk to the insurance adjuster. Yeah, he, he's, he's got a good series in, in Florida going on, so yeah, I'm, I'm really pumped that, that he's he's doing well, too. All, all the guys are doing good. I mean, I see Travis on social media, you know, being where I'm at, I don't get to kind of know what's going on, but through the, through the Instagram and the Facebook and stuff, I can see, you know, all the guys. It's cool to see the guys still at it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um... He's talking on the mic at the Monster Jams. Him and John are good friends now. Yeah. I think he's doing... A, I think that they do... A, I think he broke his leg or something. Yeah, I think he got hurt like a couple months ago, right? Ooh, Travis did? Yeah, I think he broke his leg. What the hell is he doing riding? He rides. He rides. I think he rides on the shows. Really? Yeah, he's doing... It's like, I think he made like a, a bit of a comeback. Not a comeback, but I think he was doing an LC. And then I think we started riding again. I was telling him, I was telling him years ago, because he would ride with us and he'd do a couple of jumps, then he would stop and he would announce. And I'm like, listen, you need to come out here as the announcer and then talk shit to us and us be like, hey, well, why don't you do it? And then you jump three times and now everybody's impressed. If the announcer comes and jumps, all you got to do is take one hand off and everybody's impressed. But if you go out there <laughs> as a rider, and then it seems like you gave up and then started to announce, I was like, just just announce and then ride halfway through. And it'll be like more of a spectacle. Yeah. Remember when uh, when 
the content, well, not contest, because there was always a demo at the beginning. But you remember when those were like the crowd would decide the winner? Yeah. And you could like take a backpack full of goodies and make them cheer louder. Yeah, yeah. Pull a sticker out and you won. <laughs> Dude, the thing is though, nobody riled rednecks up like Kenny Yoho. I guarantee you to this day. Renner. Yeah, I guess I didn't do that many shows with Renner. Um, yeah. He did all the dancing, but Kenny didn't even need to dance. He he come out of the floor wide fucking open, slide around the side of the arena, spray the wall, come blasting across <laughs> the whole floor, nose wheelie <laughs> to the wall, dry, right side, dry, left side. Dry, exactly, <laughs> drop the thing down, turn around, all the way to the other side, nose wheelie, drop it at the wall, be like pumping the crowd up, the whole crowd would just be like, ah! I'm like, he hasn't even fucking jumped yet. This guy's not even jumped. <laughs> the place is losing its mind. And then you know what he does? One-handed sea crab, no-handed lander. Heel clicker, no-handed lander. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, the win with the helmet bag. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him do the helmet bag trick as well. Yeah, those were, those were the days. I mean, it, you could do stuff. You could do helmet bags and, you know, uh, those kind of tricks. Now, I mean, this Anybody do the upside down helmet bags? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> they need to. You will after tonight. Why is nobody backflip helmet bag? I don't know. But maybe they will. Helmet bag flip. I think Rudy Waller just calling pussies for not doing it. <laughs> the helmet bag upside down. If, yeah. well, listen, let me tell you. The only reason that never happened because Mad Mike didn't land a flip. <laughs> oh, man, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, that would have been the first backflip variation. The helmet. You remember IFMA banned the helmet back? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That makes it even better. That was banned. The trick was banned. I don't know why, but they said it was something to do in the South. They didn't want like the helmet bag or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just too many people bitching that Mike Jones kept winning. Yeah. So then, uh, what was the other one that they would do? Well, they come out with blindfolds and other things, you know. But, uh, the How do you was... think they would have felt if I jumped the ramp with a noose? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> Outfit, man. We, we, it was, it was nuts. I mean, picking your song. Remember that? You did. Oh, that's my song. Oh, that's not your song. I you never know, cared I, about that. Yeah. No. Well, it's well. You didn't pump up the crowd like that's that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that is, that is very, very true. It was all perfectly uh, planned. The song you had to hit. You had to come out on the what right. What was Kenny Yoho's song? Oh, Kenny Yoho's song. I mean, this is a particular time era that I'm thinking of, but he did play one for probably three years that I wrote of him. There was a lot, back in those days, there was a lot of ball with a ball. No, that's um, not the one I'm thinking. No. Uh, uh, the, the one, the, no, 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 Nelly. Nelly. <laughs> I am number one. And he's like, nose wheeling. <laughs> 
Air Force One. Oh, that already, I think he wrote it that one first, but then he went to that Nelly I Am Number One song. And but, then, but everyone did. Then they did the Bombs Over Baghdad. It was like, there was a. No, Kenny that. had that song for like, I'm telling you, three years. That's all he would ride to. Dude, I grew up go, watching this and going to that, and then I'm like, when I get there, I know my songs, I got them picked out, and then it was like monster truck shows, and they were just like, go, you, yeah. you don't get to pick your song. Yeah. It's a jump off, and, and Clint's going to win, just so you know. It's yeah. like, damn. That's what people would go, who won? And I was like, listen, I'm just... Vegas? I was paid to do the backflip, that's the only reason I won. <laughs> you got Team Vegas or Team Hometown? Yeah. I was the flyover state team. <laughs> I got booed. No, yeah, you're either the home state or the next state over. <laughs> that are the assholes. It's it used to be like um, quad wars kind of. Quad wars. Yeah. Quad wars. They were trying to give us all nicknames at one point on the Ramp to Ramp IFMA series. After like uh, they made shirts for Renner and Vines, and those guys left to do like X Games. And they got all butthurt about it, so they're like, that's it. No one's actual name is going on any merch anymore. You know, so then they tried to make, like, basically make us monster trucks. So that we just have, like, we just have, like, personalities instead of names. Human monster trucks? Yeah. They just wanted us to walk around and go, bah, 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 <laughs> They're like, why do you all have different styles and yeah. different tricks? This doesn't work. Why is all your gear different? <laughs> oh, remember that? The, the, the gear. Man, that was another one. You had to wear the, 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 the right gear. Not be on that team. Yeah, the good team had to be with uh, red. Shiny. <laughs> um, I need to come to Panama and ride. We both do. Come on down. I heard you went... Did we go somewhere not Guy long ago? Yeah, Guyana last year. Where? Guyana. Diana? I don't Guy, know. Guyana. Oh, oh. I went to Diana's. It, she was very exotic. Uh, no, you like it down there? Um, it was good. We rode uh, like a thousand miles. Like um, five or a little over. Like 500 something miles. From this town to the border of Guyana and Brazil, and uh -huh. then um, we rode back out. But we stayed in like little Amerindian uh, villages and stuff like that. Uh, but did you go to the show or did you no, just go there for vacation? No. Yeah, I just went there to ride this uh, the safari. Oh, okay. So we just went to we slept at like like I said little uh, Amerindian villages and uh, just like in hammocks. Under like friggin' lean tos or whatever. What'd you ride? Well, at first I had a YZF four fifty, and then I blew that thing up like two days in, because I was trying to stay with the XRs and stuff, which I then realized are way faster, like top end. Because I'm like, I'm like ninety percent throttle trying to stay with them on straightaways, right? And so I'm like. These guys can't be better. I should be able to stay with them. And then I just realized, oh, this bike just doesn't have as much top end. I'm just ringing it the fuck out. And then uh, the timing chain was already loose too, so it kept uh, 
spinning, like, um, missing time. So then it'd get to a point where it didn't want to start back up. It would stall on me, and then I'd have to kick it for, like, 45 minutes, and then it'd finally start up. So. Was it, was it a pretty place, though? Yeah, nice. it was awesome. That was just the first bike. Then I started riding a different bike after that, and I rode some other people's bikes. So it was fun. I mean, that would probably be the uh, weakest link of the situation, but I just showed up, and they said, hey... There's a YZ250 and there's a YZF450. Which one do you want to ride? And I rode them down the street and I was like, I'll take the 450. So, but yeah, it was uh, awesome. We went to the jungle, you know, down at the bottom of the mountains, it's the jungle. And then you get to the top of the mountains and it's like way drier and there's not as many trees or anything. And all the um, villages that we stopped in, we'd like, they'd all come out with fruit and whatever else. And, uh, like right off of the trees and we'd eat shit off of the trees like all day long and it was sweet. The light. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. There were guys out there with a Honda one seventy five bros. That's what it said on it. Oh <laughs> the one seventy five bros. Maybe it was one twenty five, but I'm like with all these dudes that are on like 450s and they're like, I can't make it up the hill. And I'm like, this dude's on a little teeny road bike. He's fucking showing us where to go. Yeah, yeah. There, I've, I've done some enduros with some guys that are, you know, DT175s. You'd be surprised. I mean, they, they get up. They, people that know their, their, their trails, they can get by. Yeah. Well, I figure that's all that guy's ever ridden, you know, so that's normal. That's just going to the next town. Yeah. These dudes are like, shit, we're on safari. <laughs> the guy's got flip-flops on. on and how'd, you, how'd, you, how'd you hook up with that? Did you just... So I did a show in Guyana about four times, four or five times, uh, and the promoter... Um, he called me up one day and was just like, hey, you need to come down and do this safari with us. So, um, I, uh, I didn't even know how long it was or anything like that. I just knew that it was, I literally showed up with gear. I didn't know what the hell was going on. And then next thing you know, we're riding like six hours a day and camping just in our, uh, in our hammocks and shit like that. And then we had like a chase truck or like a following truck that would come behind us with all of our food and stuff like that. And then some nights we got separated. We got so far ahead of it that or that something happened on the road. There was rain or this or that. So then the um, truck couldn't make it through. So they end up staying in another place. So we don't have our, our clothes. Like the one night we got there, a lot of people stayed, slept at like another village that was uh, on How the way. How many people were with us? Two were. Like, there's a lot of people. So, the safari was big. There was, um, I don't know, 20 trucks, 30 trucks, maybe 40 trucks that were on the safari. But we were the only group of motorcycle riders. So, I think there was like 10 of us, maybe. 10 or 12 of us. So, uh, and then two people in the truck. So, uh, but yeah, we'd lose people. They'd get stuck, get flats or whatever, get left behind. Nobody friggin' saw them or anything, so then they got to sleep in some other village, and then we made it places and didn't have food, but luckily there was, like, other, um, 
other trucks had made it so uh, the guys that talked to them so they fed us and stuff you know cell service and shit the whole time hell no cell service <laughs> I don't know well, how no. did you know what truck was if the trucks were coming or not uh, Wait. some people like in the that were in the other trucks saw that there was a backup or something so it would be like the message would just be relayed to us. Like they'd be like, oh, there was a big backup on the trail. We made it through, but a bunch of people were stuck or something. Or it rained right after we made it through. And then those, a bunch of trucks are stuck. So that's probably where your truck is. But I mean, we had guys um, rake down bikes. like, And then they had to fix them on the side of the trail. And then they roll in, you know, pitch black, like through the friggin' middle of nowhere. But yeah, it was it was awesome. I'm just disappointed in the lack of wild monkeys. There were none. <laughs> we Even from the Panama, we got monkeys. We have we have really nice terrain, like nice views, and motorcross. I mean, motorcycling. The enduro scene here is is pretty big. They're, they have a, an event that they do ocean to ocean here. That you go from the Atlantic to the Pacific Ocean. It's a it's a pretty gnarly event, and uh, I think they have it every year. And I think it's one of the only places in the world that you do that. You can drive from the ride from the Atlantic to the Pacific. Oh yeah. In a couple of days, you know. So I think they do that like in November maybe, but uh, it's a really cool event that they do here. And, and like I said, the enduro guys, the scene is picking up really good, and the guys are are they got a lot of riders. Really, you know, they got new bikes. They're not riding. I don't know what the, you know, little bikes they're riding. <laughs> you know. Not the 175s. I mean, there are 175s, and usually those guys uh, make it to the end, but uh, but the, the hardcore guys are riding, you know, top of the line bikes, you know, six days and tight bikes and stuff. Damn. Nice. Yep. I'm going to grab a beer. <laughs> Clinton's going to fall asleep for a second. And do a, a, a commercial break? Yeah, if you guys are going to do the commercial. I tried to record them one day, and they may be on my computer, but I forgot. Well, this show is coming to you uh, thanks you to go. Stroker Industries. They're the ones that have the valve that you can turn the can right upside down. You can spill it in here. Um, the other one was a silicone spray that you spray on your bike, make it all shiny. I don't know the other one. Come on, hit up. It was the uh, the dry chain room. That was what it was. Oh, I got it. Wax. I'm surprised you got those too. I didn't. I forgot about. That them. was really good. <laughs> I know. He only listened to it once. What about that movie? Um. Oh shit. Emotocons. Do emotocons. Yeah. All right. While he does that, I'm on peak. I'm an hour past two. Emotocons. Emoticons is motocross emojis for your iPhone. Yeah, is that your, is that what you do? You're doing that? Yeah. Sweet. I don't make shit how's that? You always have, you were always good on like on those computer, you know, on the technology side of it, like with the clothing and all that stuff. Do you remember the shirts I made? The very yeah, shirt. yeah. East Coast X Team when I spelled two words wrong. Yeah. Three. East Coast. You did those? <laughs> yeah. The East Coast X team? 
Yeah, I still we, I still laugh with Renner about that, and when any time we talk about it, we're like East Coast X team. Yeah, that was I I I made fucking the shirts. I'm horrible at spelling. Nobody checked them. I get to the show. Nick needs to hear this story when he gets back. I get to the show and I'm like, check these out, and uh, it may have been Renner that just goes East Coast X team, and I go what? And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says. I go, what? <laughs> and I look at the shirt and I'm like, God damn it. East Coast X team. That was, that was back in the day, back in the day. Who was, there were some other guys from New Jersey that used to write. Hmm. Uh, Smith. Who? Danny Smith. Danny Smith? Paul Smith? Danny Smith? Then he moved to Florida, down south. Paul Smith. No, 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 not Paul Smith. I know. I remember Paul Smith. I'm talking about oh, like back oh, in the day. Oh, Chad Earth. Smith. Maybe Chad yeah. Smith for sure. You go to and then you a blonde kid. Yep, and then he was and bigger. Then, and yeah, then, he, then I didn't see him anymore. He could ride like a motherfucker and whip like nobody's business back then. Some I remember, but I remember he rode with you guys a lot, and then yeah, and then he. Faded out. And Robbie Wood. Robbie Wood. Robbie Wood was another one. Yeah, Robbie was good. He got in there, like, first year IFMA is he got third, beat Bartram. Mm-hmm. And then he knocked his chick up, and then mom was <laughs> like, guess what? You're getting a regular job. That happens sometimes. That was the end of that. Um, Chad is still fast as shit. Like, he went to Loretta's a year ago or something and got, like, top 10 in the 40-plus class. That's a quick... That's a good... You know, that that's a fast category. Yeah. He... So, I raced the first race at Englishtown this year, and it was Barry Karsten and him. Uh, Barry? At, like, just leaving everybody. Yeah. Barry's still fast. He's, like, 53. Yeah. I could... Yeah. I, is he still riding pro AMAs? No. But he, so when I raced there, he rode like 30 plus, 40 plus, and 50 plus or something like that. Or 45 plus or something. Um, and then uh, Chad rode 30 and 40 plus, I think. Uh, but like, so if, if Chad gets a start and can, uh, if Chad gets a start and can like put some good laps in, he can, and like maybe Barry doesn't get it, you know, gets like third or fourth. Chad can beat him, but if they get out together, Barry's just so fucking fast. Yeah. He sure. pulls a, like, a lead and then he just sits there at that lead, you know, and I'm like, Chad's like, I was reeling him in, and I'm like, I think Barry had a little more in the tank. He's like, oh, he's always got a little more in the tank. <laughs> yeah. That guy's been around for a long time and always fast. Yeah. Always. English Town, does that thing still, that track still has that big old jump? That well, big... So they just um, tore down the original, the elevator. Yeah. They just tore down the original track and they moved all that dirt to the practice track, which is now the main track. So they rebuilt the elevator, but it's not like it was over there. Uh, that was a good track, man. That was a. I, I always like going to English Town for those those shows. I mean, um, those guys are really cool. The, um, Mike Nav. 
The naps, naps, Mike Nap, right? Yep. Yeah. Did you ride at that dealership that I did the one year? We did English Town and a dealership like back to back. I don't think you were. It was definitely Yoho and Travis and maybe Thorny. Dude, we, we used to do a lot of shows. I mean, think about compared to the guys that did contests, how many shows did we do a year? Oh. Like, we used to ride. Sometimes our schedule, well, I'm sure the schedules now are, are pretty hectic too, but we we wrote a lot, a lot of shows. Well, they're kind of like, not as, like straight freestyle shows aren't as, like they're kind of dwindling a little bit, I mm -hmm. think, but um, there's a lot of circus. So the people that are really slammed are doing circuses, you know, and they're like just all fucking weak words. Oh, so the circus is cool now. What happened to all <laughs> Nobody said it was money. cool, but they pay. Well, we were doing circuses. It wasn't, it was, we were carnies, remember? Yeah, you guys were the first. We started doing them, like, I think you guys <laughs> did them, and then you didn't do them for a while, and then we started doing other circuses. So we started getting shit for that again, and then eventually everybody realized that there's no work, and that if you want... 50 weeks of shit you better commit to the circus yeah but and, and how's like yeah you had a lot of is it still pretty busy like i don't think that? it's as busy as it was the last couple i don't ride anymore like freestyle what? but um the last couple of years like two years that i did it it was kind of falling off and the problem is you know a lot of the riders are so young and they get paid a certain amount and then they're like cool with that amount and then the promoter ends up calling them directly they tell them what they were getting paid versus you know what the promoter was making over top of it so then all your budgets get pushed down and down and down and once i got hurt and i wasn't going to ride anymore i'm like there's not really any overhead to make money on these things you know mm -hmm. and then you got to deal with all these trying to wrangle cats you know all the time and get them to show up and do what the fuck they're supposed to do Unless you have like a ramp, and then even that way, you know. Now, I, mean, I don't know. Back I, when I sold my ramp back, it's already been eight, nine years. It was, it was already still hard because people were, you know, giving the ramps for free too. You know? Yeah. And it was just, it was hard. But luckily, we were part of it from when it was good, when the going was good. I mean, in the demos and stuff like that. I, yeah. I know. Shoot, I wish. Sometimes I see these guys jumping these those airbags and the, the cool stuff that they have now and it looks like so much fun but yeah it's a lot more serious too now you know yeah exactly that's what i tell people all the time you know like when we started you could be hung over and do your five tricks you know because that's all there was five well if you think <laughs> if you think about it if you if you think about it what well, i mean that was the whole i mean some of the promoters wanted you to like that you know it was like I don't know. It was almost like yeah, they wanted you to be a rock star. Yeah, it was. It was literally. It was a new sport, and and shoot, you give a bunch of dudes a bunch of money, what you know, whatever they want on the road, and and you know, it's a, sometimes it could be a recipe for disaster. But you know, luckily, we made it through, and uh, now it now you can now now the way that it's going now, you got guys doing some crazy stuff. Yeah, I don't want to be hungover trying to double backflip. No, 
I don't even want I mean, these guys, back then it was a kiss of death was the, the hardest trick. How about Sweet. Javier? Remember Sea Grab was the hardest trick? Dude, I won Monster Jams with a Sea Grab for like a year. Solid year. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't, nobody was doing them. No, no, you know, but uh, I remember practicing Sea Grab. So I, mean, I remember getting hung up on my pants on the back fender. Trying Sea Grab. That's why I had to cut that thing off. I, I did it after that. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like every trick is so high that if you get caught on your fender, like, what were you doing? What were you just trying to do? <laughs> Why were you even near your fender? <laughs> Was it a bike flip? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did you touch your fender? I don't understand. <laughs> I just saw Javier do a, like a... Face plant? He had his head spun around. Yeah. <laughs> that was my comment. I was like, dude, I didn't know that your head went 180. He was like, I was unaware that it did that as well. That I mean, but look what he was doing. I mean, that what, what do they call that? Backflip Rodova, yeah. And he walked, Rodova flip, and then yeah. walks away. On concrete. Yeah, to favor, exactly. You could see he, he was just disappointed when he fucking got up. He was furious. Well, that's, you know, that's Javier. That's why he's so good. Because he gets, he, remember, he used to get disappointed if, you know, everything had to be perfect. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. You know, that kid is one kid that practices, that practice and practice until he gets it perfect, you know. Um, yeah. And that's well, how, that's how you have to be nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, and that's for sure, if you're going to do that at that level, for sure. And I, I tell this all the time. We, um, we're at some shady, like, there wasn't very many people there, and uh, the setup was kind of sketch, and he's, like, throwing the fuck down, and I'm like, what are you doing, dude? And he goes, uh, I was like, you know, there's not really anybody here, it's not that much money, and he goes, every time I ride, it could be someone, it's someone's first time seeing me ride, and I want them to see me ride my best. And I was, like, blown away, I was like, <laughs> better you than me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these guys are getting no free cans and heel clickers. Fuck them. The show must go on. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do something, but it's not going to be that good. I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> I'm going to shake my head no after good tricks. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez is right. See, I was right in between you guys. Like, I watched you guys, your that generation party and rage and do just get the crowd pumped. And then, like, where I was in the middle of, like, okay, now they're getting ready to do, like, crazy shit all the time. And I wasn't flipping. So then I was still, like, promoters were yelling ass on, you guys can't party like this in the hotels. And then in my little bit I was doing it, we quit getting hotels. Yeah. We oh, yeah. Yeah. I was there when we used to get hotels. And then that quickly went away well mostly because Clint brought his dog and we'd get kicked out no I got her a, um <laughs> I got her emotional support dog fucking card yeah <laughs> well not the night we needed it why oh yeah we did get kicked out of someplace didn't we yeah we got kicked out of the hotel and then I got kicked out of the stadium because I started to sleep on the couch that's funny though because I've gone to like the Marriott and had that thing for my dog and they were just like, come on in. 
We're like on the times have changed, man. Yeah, we're on the thirteenth floor, and she. Well, now they want to crack down on those things. Emotional support dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not really service dogs. Like my dog has zero training. I just went online and bought her a certificate. Clint takes his emotional support dog to the women's bathroom and pees all over the seat because it's America. He can just do whatever he wants. What kind of dog you got? Uh, Blue Healer. Um, It's a cattle dog. I thought you said a two-wheeler. No, a Blue Healer. (laughs) It was the crickets. They chimed in at the wrong time. Quick question. This is from Mark Jordan. Who rode E-Town in a white tank top the one time it was ramped to dirt and crashed doing a no-handed lander ramped to dirt on the infield? Maybe you were Rudy, no. Had to be before 2004. In a a tank top? I want to say it was probably Winstep. Yo-ho. Yo-ho? No-handed lander? Yeah, it's true. In a tank top? Probably is Yoho. Yeah. I'll ask him. On a Honda? Or Suzuki. Or Suzuki. He only wrote Mo- Moto Pimp is texting over here also. He wants to know, Rudy, did you crash at English Town? See? And bend your wheel. I crashed at a lot of places, man. But I mean, man. He probably has footage of it. I don't know. It was either Yoho or I. If it was like a wife beater, probably, probably me. No, actually, if it, it would, I wouldn't have had a shirt on. <laughs> Kenny always wore uh, tank tops. <laughs> that was that was my go-to was throw the, the jersey or the shirt out and then do the last couple. He said it was on a Yamaha, so it's either you or Winstead. Yeah, it was me or Winston. He was male modeling. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Well, in English Town, you know, you it ha- you have a little bit more. Uh, it was a little bit more urban crowd than you had at like uh, I don't know Tupelo, Mississippi. Yeah, for sure. They also had didn't they have uh, street bikes at that thing too? We had a wheelie a, a, a stoppy contest once out there with Andy Bell and a couple people remember that, that was crazy you come down that that drag strip like wide open you know fifth gear tapped and these guys were doing long nose wheelies out there yeah. Andy, I don't know if you remember that that contest uh, or whatever you sent me a Great. video of it speaking of nose wheelies I remember going to Warp Tour just because I wanted to see freestyle and it was windy and shit and scummy and uh, I don't know, a couple other guys they were wasted. I'm pretty like, sure that's Winstead. Oh, he sent it? And they did a wheelie contest? No, it's a warp tour. They were all wasted and they said they wouldn't jump. I can't hardly see it. I can't see it in the little one. Put on the big one. I need to talk. I need to be talking so it'll blow me up. Just click on it. Stop talking. And then... Put it where the camera is, man. <laughs> to, to your right. Now you're now you're writing letters on your broken screen. <laughs> now I'm texting Mark. 
I think that's Winstead. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was me. Maybe, but uh, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I crashed, but I wasn't. I didn't do a lot of no handed landers. I did. That doesn't I, look like a tag uh, tank top. That looks like a raglan shirt. You know what I'm talking about? The one where it's white and then it has like the sleeves um, or different colors up to here. They're like three quarter sleeves. Okay, okay. And that's what that looks like. And me, um, Winstead, and Hartman ran those for a while. We used to get them and then have a stencil and spray paint FMX East on them. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Greg Hartman. Is, is he still around? He's a landscaper, and I think he started another business as well. I'm not sure what that is um, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I remember him doing some... Uh... Some back, he was one of the first backflippers. Yeah, he was top 10 people yeah. to start really working on a backflip heavy. And it was before foam pits, he tried like three times just off the back of a landing. Yeah, before he ever got to a foam pit, he did it at a show. He yeah. committed, no, actually, it was just a regular show. And he, yeah, spent, but it was like you or I flipping a pit bike, you know. Yeah, that's true because he's a giant. He's a, yeah, uh, giant. Yeah, he, he flipped uh, that thing. He flipped that thing for us a couple, a lot of times. He and he landed, and sometimes he'd go down, but he he pulled it around. Back then, it was few guys flipping. I mean, it was him. There was another guy from uh, from Oregon, maybe. What's that guy's name? Yeah. Uh, uh, Caleb Wyatt. Yeah. Caleb Wyatt. Yep. Backwards visor. Wyatt. <laughs> she just said it. That was let us know. Yeah, but that guy, Caleb, Caleb, and, and those, those two guys. And I took him down of Costa or Chile to flip once. Oh yeah. He was probably making bank then. Remember though, I don't know. Back in those days, like shoot, flips were were expensive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When I started flipping, I started get I was getting. 35 in uh, the U.S. and 45 outside the U.S. And yeah. then that, that within was, like... Those are when it was played out because back in the beginning, they were getting 35 grand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I heard that Mets? the first one, yeah, Mets did, he got like 50 or 60 grand. That's what I heard, like 50 grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, was, it was expensive back then, you know, but again, it was new. Now you got double backflips, you got... Hey, guys got guys got dude, dudes doing crazy crazy things I see it and I don't even know what to call some of the tricks you know I don't know, I don't know what I, you know I wasn't I like, how a double backflip how that face compared to a, a backflip when it first came out yeah. like how soon some double flat backflips just lose their yeah their value. So it's like a regular flip like you basically just have it to almost run. is dude they're doing their practice and shit now it's crazy what what's normal. Yeah, but there's well, now, still only three people doing them. You know, uh, Sheeny. Well, no, actually, I'm wrong. Sheeny, yeah. uh, Sherwood, Harry Bank. Um, Who's the dude in Europe who does them in practice? Luke Ackerman. Uh, him and uh, the guy who does awesome. Oh, uh, Padgett. Like. Pejas does them, but the dude who does backflip like tsunamis, huge. 
Nine of Jumps tour. Remy Bazoir? Yeah. He does doubles? Yeah, he does. I think Remy does a double. I, I think Remy does a double. Dude, yeah. he's been around for a long time and been a ripper. For a long time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it in practice, too. Because it's crazy. You watch the Night of the Jump stuff and what they show is going on in practice. It's just like, it's amazing. Dude, those guys, like X-Fighters and stuff like that, like, they do everything in practice multiple times. Like, it's they're not like us. Now, like, remember, like, X Games? It's like, I heard he's going to do this. And then, you know, if he was just going to completely want himself. I mean, they, it's still a possibility, but... It's just different. Yeah. I used to not even do tricks in practice. And promoters would get freaked out. And they'd be like, oh. Did you not even jump in practice? Just ride by the ramp? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a couple times. <laughs> I have definitely, times. I bet you I have gotten sketched out and not even I think jumped. that's why I didn't jump with Clint very much. Because he'd make me scared to jump. Because I was like, what's going on here? You know, you know what you're doing. What's up? <laughs> if he knows what's up and he ain't jumping <laughs> I don't know so it was a mental case what do you want see that would just help me because it was like Clint's like this guy I looked up to and then I'm like why does he keep flying the past this I'm like I got I just got I got impressive and then like, I just you know sometimes land on the ramp sometimes OJ that yeah, would help just, you you're like this is some guy that I thought was a good rider now is freaking me the fuck out because he won't even jump the ramp so no, I just gotta hit it. I gotta get over. <laughs> no, sometimes we'd show up and it'd be like, all right, we'd show up to the places and, and then you'd start dressing out and you'd be like, taking your time. <laughs> you gotta take your time. Nobody wanted to dress out. That meant you had to go first, you know? Or or guys like, like me, you know, they the stars got to kind of go out whenever they wanted to, but sometimes they'd be like, all right, you can come out for press in the morning. Come out at 7 o'clock a.m. for the local... Press and you're like, what? No, man, why me? You know, because it was to go out and hit the course first. Again, we didn't measure the stuff. We didn't. There was no standard. It was just go for it. Give her, yeah. give her, give her, and hope you OJ and not come up short. You know, that's Nick's See? mo. I was ten years late. <laughs> <laughs> you were, yeah. you were, because we. Yeah. Cause we drank and overjumped the shit out of everything. Yeah, I would have got some fucking respect right to you guys. <laughs> my generation's like just get it together, dude. You got you had well, if you didn't know the gap and it, and you just went for it, it. Trust me, it was better to OJ than land on some of those ice cream cone landings. Sometimes we'd get to a place and you tell, <laughs> tell the promoter, "I need twenty five truckloads of dirt," and you get there and he'd be like, "Here's what you got. I buried a Volkswagen." <laughs> yeah, I've seen some garage doors get you know, laid on stuff and things like that. But but the promoter would be like, "Well, uh, if you want to get paid, you got to yeah. jump." So all right, set it up. Yeah, we'll go for it. We yeah, did. Uh, sure what's going on? I did a, a arena cross, like a smaller arena cross, and the landing they built us was like the landing to one of those catapults. You know, it was yeah. like seven feet tall, maybe. You had to case it to catch the downside with both wheels. So uh, I was, I had to flip at that show and we're like riding and riding. And then my other friend that I was riding with, his bike cuts out. He jumps through his handlebars into the back of the landing. And uh, 
I like pull over and make sure he's okay and as I'm going back to the ramp or maybe I jumped it once and then I'm like turning back again the promoter calls me over and he goes hey uh, you don't need to flip if you don't want to you know and I was like yeah right so you cannot pay me to flip so I just I was like uh, gave him the one more I was like give me one second and I turned around and I hit it straight like as I would flip it and then I turned around again and I ripped the flip I pretty much committed to I was just going to flip and just OJ the shit out of it and land flat. And I pulled, and I'm just like, oh, shit, this is perfect. It was the best landing all day. And then I just waved to the crowd and rode off the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should have just flipped it all day because it was much more comfortable. Yeah. We had some sketchy landings, some sketchy, you know. Takeoffs. Takeoffs. <laughs> homemade stuff, but again, that's what it that's what it took. I rode I rode um it was a, a auditorium with Yoho and I think Alabama. So it wasn't even like there was like a stage on one side and then normally I guess they had chairs on the floor and then there was retractables on the other side. Maybe the retractable just come right out. So it was a monster truck show. They ran one monster truck at a time, time trials. This is how small the floor was. They couldn't fit two out there. We went out back of the arena and turned around in the road. And we had a two by four in front of the um, curb. And we'd wheelie the curb. And then we'd go through a doorway. And then there was two steps. And then there was another two steps. And then there was another doorway. And then the thing turned left. So we jumped down into the hallway. It was like a 12 foot wide like hallway. We jumped through the doors into the hallway, turning left. And then we just barely come out of the hallway, hit the ramp, land, and go out of the um, garage door on the other side of the arena. The good old days. The good old days. This is why people I... are like, won't you just jump 73 feet? And I'm like, listen. We wouldn't have jumped in half the buildings we went to if I only jumped 73 feet. Dude, I, 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 I in Colombia, I kicked the lights doing a KOD. <laughs> <laughs> and it knocked me, it dropped me down hard, you know. Oh, did you crash? Oh, yeah. I, it, it, as soon as I kicked it, it just spun me into like a backflip. Luckily, I was off the bike, you know, and I, I landed. I don't what I broke back then. I broke something though. Did you make it to the downside or anything? Or yeah, yeah, I made it to the downside and 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 I ended up, you know, getting hurt. I remember I got hurt. I just don't remember what I broke, but I, I was out. I was unconscious and stuff. But it, I kicked the light. As soon as I kicked it, I thought that's it. I'm done. And it was so quick. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, little tiny arenas, civic centers. Lawnmower races. Yeah, we had a, we did a um, show in uh, Greensboro or Greenville, one of them. South Carolina. Yeah, or Greensboro, North Carolina. It's one or the other. But anyway, ramp to ramp, they had outlaw cars, those little mini outlaw cars. Yeah. And uh, so they had the floor banked on the outside, so we had to jump in the middle of the bankment. So the only we can only get the ramps to like forty eight feet, 
because you had to roll over the uh, dirt, come down the embankment, hit the ramp, land, and then go back up over the next embankment. So that was the shortest I had ever flipped ramp to ramp was 48 feet. And I was basically just like at idle. First gear? No, I went second. Because that's how I had been jumping it the whole time. So I was just like, and just had to rip her around. Did you flip super kickers? No, well, like a couple times into the pit, but that was it. They suck. Did you ever go to pit in my pit in Florida? No. Remember that thing? No. Did you ever that thing? It was pretty homemade. Then most of them are. <laughs> yeah, you? but I'm saying, no, they got, they got all these airbags that say, you know, they got all this. All right, well, now, yeah. 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 Some, go to the mattress factory over in Orlando and ask for scraps and peel them up and. I rode Travis's uh, scrap foam pit. Yeah, where's that? At his house. I don't know. Travis Which one? Willis. I didn't. I, I don't know that he still has it. I don't know. Dude, I tried to get in that thing a couple times. He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll make it happen. And then I just never was in Florida long enough. I... <laughs> I have... I started flipping bicycles into Travis's lake behind his house. This got the first a different time. house, yeah. You a gator pond? Was there a bat there? What's going on? I don't know. Man. It's a monkey. Maybe. Hey, would you, if I fly to Panama, would you pick me up on your bicycle taxi? No, no. <laughs> a new. A what? A new. Would you pick me up with like a... Um, Moped? No. No, no, no. Canoe. Oh, canoe. Oh, canoe. Perfect. Would we have a monkey in this canoe as well? <laughs> Eating rose apples. I was very disappointed <laughs> when I went to Chile that there was no monkeys. Yeah, there's no... There's, I don't know about monkeys in Chile. I don't... I, I, well, I had this whole thing made up with Javier, and I thought that he rode a bicycle taxi... <laughs> And he had he's monkeys. just a guy. That's not. He's, he's half he's monkey. The monkey. He's the half monkey. Dude, we had Brazilian uh, exchange students here, and everybody's like, "Do you guys got this? You got that?" And, oh yeah, I take the canoe to school, and they got crocodiles trying to get. They made up. They just went right into it, just bullshitting everybody. Everybody just bought it. Yeah. You probably don't have many crocs up there in Providence. Right? Found shit up here. In the noise. That don't work if it's not like I'm thinking I'm like making them bigger. <laughs> <laughs> you just pinch the zoom us <laughs> on his on the computer screen. <laughs> Dude, have you ever picked up a picture and then tried to zoom it like a physical picture? No, no, yeah, you've never done that. Like, I've been on my phone so long before, and then I'm like looking at a magazine or something, and I I didn't do it, but I almost reached for it to, like, zoom it. And I was like, I got sucked into the Matrix for a second. Yeah, we're still in the Matrix. No, I never, never, never did that one. Right? Not yet. I haven't done that one. How old are you? Me? 45. 45. But how do you do? 38. You do this every time. 38. Oh, yeah, you're not that much older. Uh, no, Clint's younger. 
You're about 40? I'm 38. Ooh, me? What? Yeah. Jeez, and you were a kid. Yeah, I was young. You guys are... I didn't feel bad about all the stuff you taught him. Yeah. He just had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I had that beard in eighth grade, dude. That's the that's the Esposito. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I had full sideburns in like eighth grade, like big, <laughs> big chops that could connect to my lip. Connect to his soul patch. So it could connect to the corner of my mouth. <laughs> that was the right time for that too. I did it. I ran it. A little bit. He had some, he had some fat cords and a fucking chain mullet. Ball bearing necklace. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had that one with the little, with the round links, the big, thick one. Yeah. No, I think I Sounds had one of those, but I didn't really ever wear it. <laughs> I see some freestyle pictures right there behind you. Who, me? Yeah, because yeah, I don't go shit. That, that's my, uh, my father-in-law and mother-in-law made that for me. That's mostly me and the, the kids. That's them telling me I'm done writing. They're like, here you go. Here's pictures of you writing. Stop doing that. Nice, nice. I got this one after a lust passed. Sweet. Hold on, let me blow you up because we can't see. Well, that's a cool one. I know. I got this one. I got this one. The guy did this one for me. That's awesome. Who did that? Some dude named Ken in 2008. On the road, I was doing a show, at, I think, in uh, Chicago. And I got home, and, and I don't know I don't know how the guy got hold of me, but I got this in the mail, framed and done up, and it was... Pretty neat, you know? Yeah, it's a picture, but the guy drew on the, like, painted on the picture. So, See, that's, why, that's why Javier says, whenever he's doing a show, he goes big, because you never know who you're impacting. If you impact somebody so much that they find you and send you a picture, that's pretty huge. Yeah, I was, I was proud of it. Especially it back then. Yeah. When they had to actually, they couldn't just look you up on social media. Yeah, no, no. This guy gave me that, and then I, you know, I've always had everything. Take it everywhere I go. That's pretty cool. And you have kids? Yeah. Dos niños. You Clint? No. No? I got a dog. Girl? He's not claiming them, but there's these kids calling all the time to the podcast. They're like, Poppy! <laughs> Remember Guyana, Poppy? Oh, yeah. I've never been there before. <laughs> you just said, nope. Never been there. No. This is a, um, this may be the most beer I've drank. These are good. I have, I've, I've had, I'm not, I haven't even finished my one. You got me all pumped up because I was like, bring a beer. And he's yeah. like, two, two or 12. And I'm like, exactly. And then he sips on one. Oh, man. I haven't had a chance to, to get another one. We did, we did keep you talking. But it's good. Good time. I've been a long time since I've uh, talked to the kids up there. And 
in what's going on in the freestyle world. Have you, uh, you did Kenny Yoho? Yeah. You done rap? No. Yeah. I don't think he likes me anymore. Uh, I'm trying to get Thorn. Thorn? Thorn's yeah. a good one. Thorn comes down here uh, every year, usually, for for the winter. The uh, Panama? He, he hangs out and have a good time with Jason. Try to set up a show or two. The last couple of years, I haven't really done many shows, but uh, you know, I'll pull out the bike. I still go hit the ramp every now and again. You know, I have a ramp set up with a landing, but I haven't, like this year, I haven't gone out and hit it, but I'm hoping to, to you know, not really try to improve on any tricks, but just go out and have fun. A lot yeah. of whips and same stuff. I could probably still do my same run. <laughs> you still do a chicken wing? I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have right now? Right now, I have a YZ250. Um, but, you know, looking Keeping the core, looking, bro. Looking forward to, to, you know, maybe riding a KTM250. Not sure. Right now, we're, we're working on that. Tell them that you were on this podcast and at least, like, 100 people listen to this shit. So. Oh, yeah. Our biggest following on Instagram is. South America, it's gotta be Colombia, Chile. Yeah. Uh, no, I think you guys are out of Brazil, right? Um, probably. Not America. <laughs> Spoiled kids, they got too much, too much dirt bikes. So no freestyle whatsoever, Clint. Now you don't even have your truck anymore. No, truck's gone. No. I don't even have any ramps. Nothing. No. After a while, I, you had, uh, you were selling some parts for a Yamaha. Remember, I wanted to get a, a, a some forks. Yeah, I had um, a full set of suspension at one point. Yeah, and then but then when I called you, it was too late. You got rid of it. But, but um, I'm sorry, Rudy. That's when you, you had to travel with your forks everywhere and your, yeah, yeah. And your stuff. And, and so. Yup, I had a full extra set at one point to just swap in and out and uh, just having a box. Uh-huh. So when I went places. You riding two strokes still or no? No, I, well I have a 06 YZ250 that's uh-huh. pretty mint. And then I have a, um, 2013 CRF 450. That's my main like track bike. Uh, what track bike? A 2013 CRF 450. Those things are fast. Yeah. You flipped that one, did you? Like no, that was the 09 CRF 450 I had that I flipped. But the last year I did freestyle, I rode a 450. And the first time I ever flipped it to dirt was in, I had flipped a 450 into a pit literally two times. And then, uh, and that was in October. And then January, the end of, end of January, the beginning of February, I flipped to dirt at a show. Yeah, I remember that. That was, I remember just watching that and I texted Clint, like, was that you? Yeah. I'm like, I like thought you, you were flipping the 450. <laughs> No big like, deal. Listen, son, I gotta pay bills. Brian thought I was gonna die that weekend. Who? Brian. Brian. 
the guy, the mm-hmm. chorus guy, he he like runs the whole show from the floor pretty much. He so we uh, go outside and smoke for uh, autograph session, and we walk back in the autograph session, and Brian goes, "Hey, uh, can you give me your um, con- your uh, emergency contact information?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what?" I've known the guy for like 12 years. I've ridden for him at least 12 years. And I'm like, huh? And he goes, yeah, your emergency emergency contact information. I go, really? Right now? And he goes, yeah, like, we, I think somebody says, you know, we all know each other. And he goes, yeah, but I don't know who we should call and stuff. So then for the next hour, as I sign autographs, I'm just like, am I about to just fuck myself up? Is this a sign? Yeah, that was after... Like your show before that was basically a wreck, right? Um, no. What do you mean the last show? I, yeah, no, no. I rode um uh, straight on the four stroke for a while before I decided to flip it. Oh. Did you get yeah, hurt a lot? Huh? Clint, did you get hurt a lot? Yeah, like especially towards the end there, I had a couple rough ones. I did um I crashed with Nick actually. I broke my femur and destroyed my rotator cuff, ripped my rear deltoid off my shoulder, don't remember like 24 to 48 hours, peed blood for almost a month, got um, Lyme disease like a year after that, and then the following year I broke my uh, tib-fib, and then I broke my tib in another place, tore my meniscus, then got an infection, Mm -hmm. then I had to get a skin graft, so that was pretty much ended my... That's where I'm at now. I'm like, fuck. I'm just going to relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You don't want to get 1500 bucks to go flip? Come on. Dude, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now my leg doesn't work so good. I paid out of pocket after insurance like twenty five grand, and my leg still sucks. Yeah, but you got off cheap on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Obamacare is fucking killing it. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Awful. Is that your monkey? What is that? What the hell is that? That's the monkeys. That's what I expected. The mad monkey. No, that's my empty bottle. I'm just sitting there. I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna that, be right back. Alright. Make a car. Commercial break. Just let the crickets go. It'll be appropriate. I know. What the fuck with those crickets? Borgata Casino says it will take sports bets on the first day state regulations allow. New Jersey's fighting for uh, gambling. New Jersey's fighting for gambling? Yeah. Dude, Illinois let... Every bar and gas station that sells booze can have uh, gambling machines. Wait, only ones that sell booze? Yeah, they have, you have to have a liquor license to get a gambling license. And like, they call it... Wait. Video. It's video gaming. Yeah, but what? Are we, like, trying to make addicts or what? Are yeah, we trying to get, how they make money on us. Are we trying to get hook, people hooked on gambling? Dude, so all these little, like, plazas, they have, like, a barbershop and stuff. They have, like, a wine or a coffee place. And it, it sells, it's gambling. It's just all gambling. Nice. Are you trimming your nails? 
I had some, I sold my house, I moved to Texas, like I had some money set aside and then I got hurt and then I couldn't walk for six months so I certainly didn't ride and then, you know, I didn't ride again after that so I've been just, you know, regular jobs that don't pay what riding did, so. And so you came up with the emoticons. Yeah, and that I just lost a bunch of money on too, so. <laughs> yeah, so I, I spent 18 grand on that fucking thing while on I'm emoticons? Hurt, on emoticons while I'm hurt and then I spent all the money on uh, paying my bills and stuff so all the money I made on my house got spent but the emoticons is, it sounds like a good like a good one for it you does know. but you can't People are really upset that you have to press on it and then paste it. That's a really big deal to people. But the biggest deal is that they can't post on social media, which no, like, so here's the deal. Intern, uh, the regular emojis that come in your phone, when you send an emoji, it just sends um, some symbols or like a ha- like hashtag period, semicolon, whatever. And everybody's phone knows that's a whatever gun or water pistol. Um, so you don't actually send them anything. Their phone knows what it is. So that's why when you send somebody uh, something that they don't have in their phone, they get that alien head. Because it's like we the other phone goes, we don't know what the fuck this is. So the only thing you can post on social media apps with is those type of emojis. So as soon as you make an external emoji, the none of that stuff is going to pick it up and you can't send images in the text. So people don't get that and they're like, oh, it's a picture. It's just a little picture. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to explain this to you. You can't focus on that. Just sell it. Focus on what it... But you're selling it, right? Yeah. It's still for sale. You yeah. got an iPhone ready? I got an iPhone, but I don't have a credit card. Sorry. It'll charge you right to your, your phone. phone bill. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I got prepaid. So prepay, prepay an extra dollar ninety nine, or no ninety nine cents. It's probably a dollar seven by the time tax. And oh, they're, they're the emoji cons, or what are they called? Yeah, emoticons, emoticons. Nice. And what 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 kinds do you have? Come up, show, put up a sample, man. There you go. I got Evil Knievel. I got. Ricky's running a burner phone, so he can't get any Moto cats. But <laughs> I borrowed a Moto Pimps Nokia. I <laughs> <laughs> can't film. <laughs> Moto Pimp Nokia. Yeah. Moto Kia. Let me. Where is it at? But you know. You're rushing me, man. You're rushing me. There you go. There's Javier. Possibly. Yep. Could be a guy. Yeah, that's him. Um, no, no, I'm, okay, I got it. That's I'm in a Emoticon. Nice. I might be right on here. So if you send somebody that Emoticon, what does that mean? Uh, that's just Javier emoji. doing a flip. You see the little pinned hand? The hand that looks like it's pinned on the throttle? Yeah. Wrapping. That's, a, that's, a, that's a good one. And there's like, Larry Loop out. That's uh, Uncle Ronnie Mac? Or? No, wink, wink. Ronnie Mac's a ripoff anyways of other people. It'll be alright. 
Who <laughs> who was the original Red the motocrosser character? Most of them. No, Rudy. But like what? The dude like to ride like that? Who had the original redneck motocross character? A lot of people have goon rode, but the first character. Like, what do you mean, redneck or cowboy or what? No, Ron Camino. Oh, um, I don't know. That's Renner's, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Renner started Ron Camino way back in the day when he first got that orange El Camino. And he started doing it. And then a couple years later, all of a sudden, there was Ronnie Mack and Jimmy McGarth and everybody else. But I would say... Is that the same El Camino he has now? Yeah. He's badass. But I would say that... uh, Hey, one time, uh, Renner, we did a a show at a fair and, and, and Renner was hiding in the... We had it all planned out. It was at Cocoa State Fair and Renner was... We're like, Renner, you gotta go up in the stands and, and you know, overalls and act drunk and shit. And he didn't even drink. And he's like, all right, gotta go act drunk and, you know, start calling us out and stuff, you know, and well, Travis is on the play. And, and so Renner goes up in the, in the, in the stands, m- more say bleachers with like, you know, and he starts, y'all suck, y'all suck. And he starts screaming at us or whatever. And it was all part of the show. So then he jumps out of the crowd and goes and tackles Travis Willis and takes the bike. And he's going to take off and jump, right? Well, we didn't tell the, the troopers that. We didn't tell the cops that he was doing this. And uh, <laughs> they, they, they almost tased him. They <laughs> took him down. It was guns drawn and everything. Oh, shit. That was awesome. the cops that we were doing this little skit. That was a good one. We we always had little. We had skits. I mean, that was it. it was fun. It, it was fun. The the shows were fun because we we always you never knew what to expect. You know, when you pull up to like a fair and they're like, "All right, uh, we hired you to come out here and jump," and they and you bring four guys and they're like, "All right, here's your time slot. You got two hours to fill." Yeah. What? With four dudes, you got to kill two hours of time. You know, we had the the wheelie contest. The, Stoppy contest, the the bike raffles. Remember the bicycle raffle? You buy a bicycle at Walmart and then raffle it off at the at the shows. I don't know if you all ever even did that stuff. No, I'm we sure. didn't. <laughs> you know, sell calendars, merch. You had your merch table. Yeah, I did that. You know, the 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 one with the bicycles from Walmart was a good one. We used to buy the bicycles and, and those little uh, motorcycle bicycles. Yeah. And you know, put our stickers on it. These cost X team. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys make money on that or what? We made t- yeah. We made calendars. Did you hear that story, Nick? I don't think you did. You were at the bathroom. The very mm-hmm. first shirts that East Coast Extreme had, I made. I used to have a screen printing uh, set up here at the house. So I make these shirts and I drive all the way down to Florida and we're in the locker room at this show and I'm like, hey, check out these shirts. So I pull the shirts out and I put one on or something and somebody goes, East Cost X Team? And I go, what? And they go, East Cost X Team. I said, what are you talking about? And they go, that's what it says on the shirt. 
And I was like, what? And I looked down, and sure enough, I spelled two out of three words wrong. <laughs> I printed these he fucking things. East Coast X team, and then you told that story. Yeah. East Coast X team. I was afraid that's what was coming next. Yeah. yeah. But did you sell them? Maybe. Um, yeah. I hope so. I had to get was... rid of them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> throw them to the crowd as, like, pump-up material. Like, the guys would literally bring, like, some of the guys would buy little, those little toy motorcycles, like the one you got back in that corner there, Clint. Yeah. And put them in their backpacks and then stop and throw them out to people. And we actually sold those little bikes, too. I think that was a that was, we, big Tupperware full of merch. Remember Dennis? Uh, the guy? The, at the shows? Bo? Remember Bo? Yo, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the merch guy. Yeah. Dennis. Yeah. And Gunsy helped him. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that funny. you remember exactly, you know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> and they didn't have guns. No, no, no. No, no, no firearms. That's not where the name came from. No. Did you do Bubba the other day? Or no. Yeah, we have Bubba. Yeah? Yep. How's he doing? He seems to be doing pretty good. He says he can't ride anymore, I guess, because of his heart or something. Yeah. I had a scare last week. I thought I had a heart attack. But it wasn't. It was just uh, some some inflammation I had in my chest from just past injuries. I Man, the doctor took an x-ray, and he said, like, man, you have quite a few, <laughs> quite a few... Uh, past broken bones, you know, that I didn't even know about. I mean, let back. Try not to go to the hospital ever back in the day. Yeah. Unless it would, unless I couldn't walk or, you know. Shoot. The whole time, man, I think we jumped, I think I jumped a lot of years with no insurance. You know, just, that's what we did. That's, it's, uh, they wouldn't even insure us anyway back then. Well, I was always just self employed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you fell off of ladders. Yeah. I fell off a lot of fucking ladders, let me tell you. <laughs> Don't give me a ladder. I just didn't go to the hospital. I just keep on. Kenny, drive. Yeah, remember I mean, we, I, remember we had a pickle bus? Uh, dude, we've talked about that on here. <laughs> or that van that he got, that yeah. they got from the, um, Strawberry Park. guy, Parksdale pickles. But is that who it was? I thought it was a strawberry. Uh... Yeah, he also had strawberries, I think. But it, it was Parksdale pickles um, that let us borrow the, the the we called it the pickle bus, but it was a van. Yeah. Used for the workers to take to the pickle farms, and then we got we he let us borrow it on the weekends, and we cleaned it all out, and we we live in that thing pretty much, man. We. We went to a show one time. It may have been even um, that first one I went to. So I uh, go down there, like, we're, we're going to go to this play, go to the show. We go and pull this Gigantor two-foot-wide ramp out of the fucking back, some guy's backyard, some random guy's backyard. It's got no landing. We put it on trailer. We get in the van, and we start going to the show, and the, sh and the uh, van keeps sputtering. So you got to, like, just, like, kind of feather the 
throttle from what I'm gathering. So Yoho and Renner are just arguing with each other the entire time that the other one doesn't know how to drive the truck. And they're like, the whole thing is just the whole time. And they're like, it's because you can't fucking drive it. You got to paddle. You got to fucking feather the throttle. What are you doing? And then they're screaming back. But now you got, I know how to drive it. Stop telling me. And they're fucking just yelling at each other the whole time. No, that wasn't that show. That was a different show because the um, first one, I don't think, uh, we were in his, that one at Mesa Park, we were in Kenny's little purple um, S10. Purple S10. Mesa Park. Mesa Park. That's the first show I ever did, yeah. And Vanilla Ice was there racing. Yep, yep. That one, uh, Chris Manning jumped with us, I think. A couple of races. That was a, that was the, one of the first first ones. Oh yeah. I think if it if not, that was the first show we did with that ramp. Did we jump right next to the tower? Um, we were in the middle, but like just on the other side of the wall. I want to say, wasn't there a wall there? Yeah, like a concrete there. wall. That's We're, that's the place that they flooded and made like a yeah like water trap. The buggy, the uh, swamp buggy, swamp buggies, exactly. Those are the shit. Swamp buggy races, yeah. They they still have that track. I went in Thanksgiving. I, I go to Florida usually in Thanksgivings, and uh-huh. uh, I stay near that track. I've ridden that track a couple times. It's still there. Nice. Mesa Park. Nice. Yeah. Clint, I gotta pee again. Yeah, well, I think uh, we're gonna have to call it quits anyway. It's after 11. Damn. Yeah. I gotta get I up for that. work. Thanks for watching, Mark. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Thanks for watching, Moto Pim. Somebody asked if your water and your toilet spins the opposite way. Oh, I don't know. I don't really. I don't look. I don't. Yeah, we actually, we don't have toilets, dude. Remember? Oh. He's got. When you shit in his canoe and he pees in there. When you shit in your outhouse and to the hole in the ground, which way do your turds spin on the way down? <laughs> no, I, I think it's the same. I, they say that happens down south, but on I, the other here. side of the equator, it does happen. He's on our side. I that I've never studied. Are you still on the top side? Yep. 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 Oh, well, then there you go. So, uh, but I'll have to ask. I'm gonna ask. Uh, well, no. If ask. you're above the equator, then it's gonna go clockwise. Let's get uh, Levi Sherwood out, and we'll ask him. Yeah, but there's still a, a got to be an opposite. They're just on the brown side with no grass or anything. They're on the underside, Australia. Oh, the bottom, the bottom of the earth. I get it. Yeah, Australia and those guys are just and Africa's on the bottom of the earth. So like so the top of like it's the middle of the circle. The top of it's flat and green, and the bottom of it's all like brown. There's like roots sticking out and stuff. He's not following our conspiracy theories. Well, I didn't even know that that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I Nobody knew I that it, that was a thing since like 1600. I'm, but I'm saying I didn't know it was a thing now that people were saying that again because. I I, uh, I I was showing my son where the countries and stuff on the globe. Yeah. And some 
a friend of mine posted a comment about the Earth being flat. I, like, I saw that, but I saw I liked that picture. Yeah, my and my and, and I was like, why would they say that? But then um, your kid knew, didn't he? They, yeah, they said, oh, that's a thing now. They say <laughs> there's people that say that, you know, like the Anunnakis and stuff like that, and, and uh, lizard people and whatnot. Yeah, but, but I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know. Well, so if the lizard, so then. How thick is this flat earth that the lizard people still live inside the earth? Well, have you seen a lizard? They're like flat. Yeah. That makes sense right. then, huh? You didn't think They're of that. They're just all flattened yes. out right below yes. our feet. We got to update our graphic plan of the flat earth. Yeah. So you have one? We could come up with one. We had, I found a graphic and I made a meme. I, we were talking to my friend from Australia, so we... Uh, just put an arrow to the bottom. It was like I said, the top was green and the bottom was just brown. And there was like roots sticking out of it. And I just put an arrow that said Australia on it, pointed to the bottom. You had anybody from Australia on the show? Yeah, that's what I was saying. My friend Joe. So that's why Joe. I made that. You said a couple times. Joe Stevens. Okay. Joe Stevens. Wait, that might have been British. I don't that know. was, but he's actually from England originally. Oh, so actually I meant that, yeah. But... He's a um, accent chameleon. He was in the U.S. for like three weeks and had like a full, you know, American accent. So full Florida. No, I'm talking about that. Or Jersey. Georgia. You don't have Jersey anymore. You don't. You don't. I never like. I'm not by the city, so I don't have like. I never had a real bad one anyway. I did a show one time in Jersey by the docks. Yeah. Some around there and. And uh, it was for like a small Hebrew school, and there might have been two little kids. And Paul Highway, I don't know if you ever heard of that. The Walendas, the Flying Walendas. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Did that with Travis. That was probably the show with the least people I've ever done in my life. I told <laughs> you, I was on the circus for like four years, so I know the Walendas. You know the Walendas? Yeah. And they're married to the um, uh, circus. Well, you know, they're Patch. married to the circus. You know Patch? Remember Patch? Uh uh-uh. uh. This dude that said he, he I don't know what he did in the circus, but he said he beat McGrath. One time McGrath <laughs> said McGrath came and let me borrow his practice bike. After two laps, McGrath then took that bike away from me because I was making him look bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, so people were like, why are you letting this asshole ride your bike? Look at him. I don't know if that happened or not. I, <laughs> I won't learn to tell a story with that much confidence. No, but it was it was a long time ago, and that was, you know, sure, McGrath showed up to the fair with his bikes. And stuff. He right. used to. That was the it was his factory bike. He was riding his practice bike, and he was like, hey, <laughs> you want to try this factory one out? And your right. buddy was like, shit, yeah. He was in a Honda box, man. The, the, the Carnage Very was my stick. favorite show. Clint liked him, too, because they would show him the stick and fucking uh, oh. steal his towel <laughs> in the showers. Dude. We showed to this one circus. This was not, like, this <laughs> was probably the first. We only did, like, two weeks with these guys, but. So we show mm-hmm. up, and this one dude, like, did helping set up all the props and stuff starts coming out and he's like oh fucking 
Kawasaki this, Kawasaki, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I don't ride a Kawasaki, you know, sorry. And he goes, oh, check out this other guy that we had here. So he pulls up his phone and he starts showing me, like, the guys that had jumped the last week. And it was blurry as fuck. And, like, it was just like he was about to land or something, you know what I mean? There's not, like, any tricks or anything. And he's scrolling through. Boom, his dick. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just like, I just look at it and I look at him and I'm just like, all right. And he just starts going on, like making, like, then he was mad at me and started saying shit to me. And I'm like, I didn't fucking do anything. I was just looking at your pictures. Like, I don't know. Why are you mad at me now? So then, so then he, uh, I went into a separate um, locker room. There was nobody in this locker room. So I take my stuff in and I put it in there. And I got all my shit set up, and I show up the next morning, and there's just shit everywhere, and I can't find my towel. And as I sit in there, like, before the show, I'm, like, waiting, that other guy comes in, and all his stuff is sitting there, and I'm like, ah, the fucking dick creeper decided he wants to share this locker room with me. Uh, Dude, that guy came up to me and Dino, our buddy, the the next show. And he busts out that flip phone, and Clinton had told me that story. And he's like, man, I got pictures, same thing, of the guys before. And I just go, I go, Dino, that's the guy I was talking about. I walked away. <laughs> Dino's like, he has a dick in there, he did it. He got kicked off by the end of our weekend at the circus because he was passing out drunk in the locker room. And we had, we had pushed our ramps out. We're like, where was he at? Like, I kicked up. The guy who ran that circus looked like Rick, not Ric Flair. Uh, who's the Woo! guy? Oh, I can't think of his name. The little guy at the end of the Jackass movies who was like throwing the little flare things out. It's kind of flamboyant. I want to say uh, we anyways, made, but I don't think he looked like he looked like that guy. Damn, I can't think of his name. Podcast has to be over. I'm throwing a blank. Oh, that's it. You can't think of something, so we just got to end this whole. Shut thing. it down. It's over. Right on. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys uh, giving me a call and good to hear some old stories and shit. Um, yeah, come on down anytime. Anytime you guys want to come down, you know, go riding, you know, whatever you guys want to go do. Will you teach that me monkey. to surf? That monkey. Huh? Will you teach me to surf? Oh, yeah. Definitely. We'll probably do more surfing than we would riding. But All right. Sounds good. We got monkeys, too. Sounds even better. Can I surf with a monkey? Uh, you could. You could. <laughs> howler, howler monkeys we got. If so, I surf, will the monkey rescue me if I can't swim that well? Uh, nah, That's my main concern. Only if you're falling out of a tree. <laughs> Yo, so just imagine this, everybody. Especially the oh, kids. So. I'm, I'm out on the ocean... He's like, man, everybody. Hey, Mark, check this out. And I got to fuck. Hey, Mark. <laughs> Mark, listen to this day. All right? I'm out on the beach in Panama. We just smoked a little bit. We feel good. We go out into the water. I've got my surfboard and my howler monkey. Right? And now I catch this bitchin' wave. And all you... It, you see me... Just styling it in on my wave, and my monkey's just like, oh, oh. 
get to call. <laughs> That's the best day ever. That's it. That's the monkey. Thank you. <laughs> where do we go from there? Like, where, there's nowhere to go right now. Just we, end it. To bed. Yeah, there we just gotta. On that note. Oh, later, Rudy. I'm nice just, I've, been, I've been just trying to figure out if my howler monkey is on the front of my board or if he's like on my shoulders. <laughs> Stepping off the monkey. Maybe he's on my shoulders. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. All good right. talking hey, to you, Rudy. Hey, man. Thanks. And, and uh, you know, keep it up. Keep keep calling them people, getting them on here, talking, 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 and talking. Get them going. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're going to try. Hey, and we'll have you back on. We've had. Thanks, man. And uh, again, I'll keep checking it out. And anytime, you're always welcome here. Awesome. Well, let's keep in touch. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Take it easy. Later. Later, Rudy. Ending live video. Yes, I would.